You're listening to the Fearless Business Podcast. You're in the best place to learn about how to grow a business, get more clients, and make more money without fears and limitations. All while having fun in the process. Robin Waite is the founder of Fearless Business, a business accelerator helping coaches, consultants, and freelancers double their income and more. This is Fearless Business, and this is Robin Waite. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's uh, your host here, Robin Waite, on the Fearless Business Podcast, and I am super, super excited to welcome um, my guest onto episode 11. It's Maxwell Nee from morecommittedclients.com. He is a marketing and business growth expert specializing in sales uh, coaching with his clients. He has uh, two co-founders of the business um, and has a background in corporate banking, amongst other things. Um, I'm really excited uh, to, to invite Maxwell onto the show. So welcome, Maxwell. Hey, everyone. Hey, Robin. Thanks for having me here. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Love well, to. thank I, you. I, I just... Yeah, yeah. Well, as, as soon as you told me that the name of the podcast, the Fearless Business Owner, I just it just really resonated. So really happy to be here. Oh, awesome. Well, uh, I mean, let's kick things off, Maxwell. Just um, just to, obviously, I, I gave a little intro, but um, give give the listeners a bit of a background. Who is Maxwell? Yeah, so uh, I am a coach. So I'm a, I'm a sales coach, and I help other coaches really, really get out there and create. Uh, the committed high paying clients that they know they should be helping and that they know that they, uh, that, that provide them that, that they can provide the value that they, they know they're worth. So that, that, that's a really important thing for me. And, and I, I live and breathe coaching. I, I do have like a, a bit of a, a tagline, uh, where I sort of refer to myself as like a traveling coach because I love to travel. I'm actually in Japan at the moment, as you can tell by my accent. I'm Australian, and I'm on the way to I'm on the way to uh, Finland and back to Europe for the summer. Cool. I mean, the thing is, like, it sounds like you've created quite a nice bit of autonomy there for you to be able to travel around and mix up the traveling with work. So, how how did that happen? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, it, it honestly, it, it all started with, with a, a dream and a belief, <laughs> as a, as a coach would say. I was I was sitting in in my corporate nine to five, and you know, working for the biggest bank in Australia, and I just hated it. I just, you know, I was on Instagram, <laughs> as you do, and I was looking at the at at you know these people just just traveling and just just so happy and just just living, you know, what, what I would define as, as freedom, you know, it's, it's not necessarily about earning big dollars, but it's about being able to have choices, right? The choice to go into the office, the choice to serve and impact the client, the choice to, to, to work on the business and create more income, but it's all about the choices. Right. And then that's what I really wanted. And, and I, I basically made the decision in my mind to, not settle for anything less than that and i've just pulled the universe in alignment with with that 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 dream that i wanted and uh it somehow came true it, it sounds to me as if i mean you were kind of you kind of touched upon it when you were talking about your your role in corporate banking that there was potentially a bit of an oh fuck moment and 
what I mean by that is because your journey sounds similar to mine. I was running a marketing agency for 12 years. And um, in 2016, about three weeks before my youngest daughter was about to arrive, I had my oh fuck moment, which was not really enjoying running a marketing agency. Actually, I just want to get out there and teach people how to run better businesses because nobody's really doing that very well at the moment. So talk, talk to me about or tell the listeners about like that oh fuck moment when you were like you'd had enough of corporate banking and just kind of wanted to break out into the world. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love talking about this because, and, and, you know, a big part of our business is actually pulling people out of a nine to five after they've experienced this particular, you know, oh fuck feeling. So, so a few things happened. The first thing that happened was I sat down and looked at my manager and, and something was happening in the business at the time. And he was just ultra stressed and he was, didn't like, he liked this, this job, you know, didn't like his, like this day to day sort of responsibilities and life. And then, and then I thought to myself, okay, why don't I look a bit deeper? So then I looked at his manager and his manager and I looked at, you know, three, four managers up the line where the income went from, you know, a hundred K around about hundred K a year where I was at to, you know, half a million a year. And, and the money didn't really have any effect on, on, on how I felt about the job, you know, four or five jobs up the line. And, I didn't want any of those jobs. So then it sort of hit me. If I don't want any of those jobs, why am I here? Because I'm not, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm someone who needs, I need constant goalposts to shoot for. And I need goalposts behind the goalposts to shoot for. Otherwise I feel, I feel a little bit lost if, if, if you know what I mean. So 100%. that yeah, was, definitely. yeah. So that was a, a really, really sort of sinking moment. And then it went a bit deeper than that. And this all happened within about five minutes. It was, it was a pretty interesting day. And then, and then it went a bit deeper than that. And then I thought to myself, well, haven't I always wanted to start a business? Why, why haven't I started a business? And then I looked at myself and then, and then I fell into, I realized I caught, I caught myself falling into uh, self-doubt. I said, oh, well, maybe I'll save up a bit more money and just then do it later. And then I caught that. I caught that thought. And I thought, hold on. Am I not believing in myself? I've never not believed in myself. What's going on? When did this start happening? Has this, how long has it been happening for? So I sort of, I sort of created like a, a, a breakthrough moment for myself. And then, and, and it was, it was crystallized by the environment I was in at the time. I was like, I'm not happy here. I haven't been happy here for a long time. And, uh, and I've always wanted to start a business. Why, why haven't I done it yet? You know, I've, I've never been scared of, of anything. And, and then, and then, it, it actually sort of really shook me, it shook me that I, I had made myself realize that I, 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 I had stopped believing myself somewhere along the line. So then I did, I did the far opposite thing. Cause I, I, I felt like I, I felt like I, I, I shot my own ego and had to do something extraordinary, extraordinarily, you know, off the far end. So what I did was October, 2017, I quit my job. Uh, moved to Canada, which I've never been to before. Didn't have any friends, didn't have a job, didn't have a place to stay, didn't have uh, any any connections at all. And I just moved there with a bit of savings and, and, and two credit cards and um, and started a, an online business in, in, in sales and marketing. Cool, man. I, I, I'm curious, like when, when you quit your job, was it like a, did, did you like, I bet it, I have these imaginations, like when you, it's running through your head, when you're going to quit a job, like you just stand up, tip the desk over, go, ah, I've just had enough and walk out. Or was it just like a normal person? You kind of just handed in, worked out your notice period and kind of just slowly 
left. What what happened? <laughs> so so I did just stand in, head in my nose, period, and slowly left. But uh, at the moment when I left the job, uh, I. I, I had left the, the company and my team at the time in a really, really high and dry moment. So it did very much feel like I tipped the desk and walked out to, to my manager and his manager because, you know, before that, you know, I'd received three promotions in five years and, and, you know, I was the youngest uh, corporate, corporate banking analyst in the state at the time when I got in there and, 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 and all this sort of stuff. But it just, you know, it just, and then, and I, I use that to help me realize how unhappy I was because I was like thinking if, if I've achieved all these things, you know, these, these conventional measures of, 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 you know, success, quote, quote unquote, and, and I'm still not happy, then this just, this place just isn't for me. Cool. And, and it, I guess as well as this thing about being like true to yourself. And I think as a, as a coach myself, and you probably have these conversations like me daily with your clients, it's about being true to yourself. Like fundamentally, you can't add value to the world unless you believe in what you're doing. Yes, yes, that, that's absolutely right. And it's just, it's just, you know, I went from, you know, earning close to $100,000 a year, uh, you know, being super young at the time as well. So, you know, I was, I was buying a lot of stupid stuff uh, to, to becoming like a struggling, you know, business owner. Well, when I first started, because everyone obviously struggles in the beginning, and uh, but I was loving it. I was loving every minute of struggle because I was I was choosing what I was struggling. You know, what I I got to choose what I had to struggle with for the day, and I obviously choose things that I cared about, and and that, that's the big difference. And that that's yeah. that's the that's the magic of being an entrepreneur in in my mind. And I, I think as well, it's like the, you know, and you use the word journey there, which I think is so, so apt. And so for all of the listeners out there, you know, they're all coaches, consultants, freelancers. They're all, they're all on this journey of like self-discovery, growing their business, meeting clients, helping their clients and things like that. And I've always thought of like, you know, when you look at the comparison with a job, it's kind of like with a job, you know, yeah, you get the paycheck and there's maybe a bit of career progression, but you kind of get up, you know, have a shower, brush your teeth eat your breakfast, go to work, come home, go to sleep. And you, you just repeat that how, how many thousand times. And like, I don't know about you, but for me, the definition of success is, is definitely not going round and round in circles, doing the same thing over and over again. It, it's, this, it's this whole journey about getting better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I have the, the utmost uh, respect for, for people who, who can find love in, in fulfilling that, you know, that, that piece of the puzzle in a big company, uh, where, where, where I was, but that just, you know, sort of wasn't for me. I, 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 I didn't feel good, uh, not being able to, to, to drive, to drive the ship. I didn't feel good not being able to decide what problems we're going to solve. Uh, and, and, you know, we were solving problems that I didn't care about. You know, every problem has its own importance, but it's just, it's just, I, I really feel that success comes from, you know, committing yourself to, to solving the ones that you care about. That's it. hundred percent. And in terms of, so now, so you've moved to Canada, obviously now you're, you're in Japan, obviously from Australia. So kind of now we're moving around, but you've got a um, very successful um, sales training, coaching business running. So who, who do you typically tend to work with? Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I love this question because I've, I've got a, I've got a pretty funny answer to it. Um, cause I'm, I'm a pretty blunt sort of guy. So, <laughs> so we, so, so our, so our ideal client is like a, a really baby coach 
So it's a coach who potentially uh, has done a certification, you know, NLP or something that's dropped, you know, maybe 7,000 quid, you know, $10,000 on, on the certification. And then they've, they've hit a wall realizing, holy shit, I need to, I need to speak to people, get out of my comfort zone to create some clients. Otherwise this, this certification is going to, going to, to not create any impact. It's not going to create the impact that I was buying, you know, when I, when I invested in this and invested in myself. So you, so you we, have just hit upon one of my biggest, biggest pet hates about this industry. And I don't mind kind of burning a few in, in, you know, burning a few bridges here because it really pisses me off when you see these amazing people going and getting these, you know, NLP qualifications, coaching qualifications, amazing qualifications. They've got super skills that give them superpowers and can help any number of people. Yet these certification companies aren't equipping them with the skills to go out and get clients. And it really, really pisses me off. I don't know about you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a like, it's, it's to a lot of these people who who don't find the solution on the other end. uh, It's, it's dead money. Right. And it's, and it's dead money. It's not just dead money. It's dead money taken from, from someone who, who could have been like a, you know, like a, a really impactful purpose-driven entrepreneur of the world. You know, like one of those soldiers out there that's just going out and, 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 you know, on their mission to heal, you know, people's relationships or to heal people's, um, people's, uh, like sort of create more time in their business or, you know, to, to give them more time with their, with their wife or their kids or to, to heal them, to help people heal their anxiety or stress or help them heal internally. Yeah. And, 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 and they're not given the tools that they need to, to really, really action that, uh, which by default means that they can't turn their coaching certification into a business because they're not earning money. They're not ter- taught how to, how to turn it into something viable that's sustainable which means that they end up going back to their nine to five job, uh, absolutely, you know, uh, feeling like they've, they've made a mistake, feeling like they've, 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 they've fucked up sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And, and it's, um, it's sad, isn't it? And then they kind of, you, you know, that they're sat there thinking, Oh, this whole business thing is just not really, it's not really for me. It's, it's a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. But I think one of the things though, is, as well as, um, and I talk about it a lot. I think the business world is, is much harder than it has ever been. You know, I don't know about in, in sort of Australia, but certainly in the States and the UK, there's 10 times the number of businesses now today as there were 30 years ago, pre-internet age, which basically means it's actually 10 times harder to get found as a business owner. It's, which means that it, it's actually business is 10 times harder because business nowadays, it's all about marketing. Um, it's all about kind of, you know, building assets and getting your name out there. And you have to have a certain amount of resilience and time uh, available to be able to start building those assets. So let's, let's dig into um, kind of the reason really why we're talking, because I think we're kind of hitting on something here. Um, you've got a, so you've got a new, um, a new coach, fresh out of coaching school, and uh, they've come to you and they said, Maxwell, I'm finding business a bit tough. Uh, I'm, I don't think I'm meeting the right people. I've only had one client. Like, I'm just a bit lost. What do I do? What would you say to them? So I'd say to them, first of all, I'd say to them, we have literally just created within the last two days a brand new masterclass where we show them the 
five uh, essential elements they need to have to, to build a really, really powerful coaching business. So, so this isn't just about showing them how to make money. This is about showing them how to have transformational interactions and conversations with the people that they want to help so that on the back end of that, they either a uh, do become a paying client, which is great. Or B they, they say it's not for me, not right now, but the, the, the experience was so powerful that person's life has still been shifted off their axis and it's still moving into a better direction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and give us a quick overview then of um, sort of what, what those, just a bullet point list of what those five steps are. Because for some people, they're kind of looking at this going, well, do I go networking? Is it LinkedIn? Like they, they, I've noticed that a lot of people are like very, very marketing focused. But in my opinion, sometimes you actually got to dig into the product first and get their, like you said, get their offer right first. So um, one of the things like when we first connected, you said, you said, use the term don't sell serve. And I think that's kind of what these five pillars are around. So, so give us, give us the five steps. What are they? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you learn a bit more about this in, in the masterclass, but, but the, the first step is something that we really, really, you know, embody and we really believe in. And, and we help these coaches or consultants to really, really develop an unshakable self-belief in themselves from the inside out. Because, because for them to be able to give to their clients, you know, a better version of their clients, they need to become a better version of themselves. Yeah. And, and for them to believe in their clients to a high level, they need to believe in themselves at a higher level. So that's, so that's like the, 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 the ground, like the, the, the dirt that, that creates like the earth, right? Yeah. And the second step is we show them uh, rock solid business foundations. So this is all sort of the, the stuff that, that's, that's a bit more black and white. So it's like the, who do you serve? How do you serve them? And most importantly, why? Right. Just so everything from top to bottom is congruent, right? All of your, your messaging, you know, you can call it marketing, your messaging, your marketing, uh, your website, your, your, your personal brand. It's all congruent because congruent messaging and marketing equals integrity it means that you are offering what is written on the tin. And, and if, it's what, if what's written on the tin is so clear, by default, you attract the people who you want to be working with. So that, that's, that's really critical. And that's probably where most coaches get stuck, to be honest. They, they, they don't know how to translate you know, their, their fiery passion inside their chest into something that, that, is, that can be perceived as a tangible product for, for people to, to buy the service. The, um, the, the third step is you learn how to create a high ticket uh, transformational group program. So we show them how to structure a program that from back to front is all designed around results. So, you know, we show them how to really, really get clear on the fact that people aren't buying, people aren't buying your reputation. They're not buying your certifications. They're not buying your experience. Uh, when people hire a coach, what they're really buying is the outcome that you deliver. It's the better version of themselves that you can turn them into, that you can transform them into. That's why we call it transformational group program. So yeah. when you have that clear, you know, that clear goalpost in mind, 
when you work backwards from that, you know, what are the steps do I need to, 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 to get there? That is, uh, you know, really, really insightful for, for coaches to, who sometimes feel that, you know, they want to give people value, but they get caught up in adding just stuff instead of value. So my, my definition of stuff is, is when you go to join like a, a gym and you want to get, you know, you want to get a six pack, right. In eight weeks. And, and, and instead of the person telling you, I can help you get a six pack in eight weeks, I'm hundred percent certain I can help you get there. They tell you, Oh, well, our program will help you get a six pack in eight weeks. But as a bonus, you know, we're going to give you two pairs of free socks. We're going to give you a free water bottle. We're going to give you like three free towels. You know, they, they, they give you stuff <laughs> thinking it's value when in reality, all you care about is a six pack. Yeah. You know, you don't care about the towel. You don't care about the socks. Like they're nice, but it, 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 it's, it's, I call it word vomiting. So a lot of, a lot of coaches get, get caught word vomiting and they yep. end up convincing and then they end up trying to sell the concept of coaching when instead you should have just given them the keys and taken them for a test drive by giving them session number one. Oh, that's it. And, it, uh, and it's a bit like, um, I, I call it the, it's, it's feature selling, not, not out, like you said, not outcome selling. So they're selling the features. It's like, so we're going to, we're going to meet up for like eight times over the next three months. And it's, we're going to two hour session and uh, we're going to talk for a bit. Actually, that doesn't really help anybody. What they're really interested in is what's the outcome? What am I going to get out of this? Yeah. And, How taxing and is up, it going to be? They end up, you know, selling, not even the coaching, then selling like logistics, they end up selling like, yeah. uh, you know, well, uh, I'll give you two hours for the price of, you know, for the price of one. And it, and if, and if, if it doesn't work, then I'll give you another three hours for the price of two, you know, and it's just, they, 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 it's just, it just doesn't work. You know, if you, you can't sell the concepts of a Mercedes Benz, you need to give them the keys and say, look, take the keys, go for a test drive. And the equivalent of a test drive is taken through coaching session number one, which is, uh, which is the, one of the, one of the, the fifth element I'll, I'm jumping to the fifth one. Now that's the fifth element in the masterclass, which is the transformational enrollment call. So it's an enrollment call so powerful that whether or not the person decides to work with you, their life is going to change no matter what. Yeah. And, and, and they'll either a, uh, you know, be ready to buy from you now, B, have to go and create the money, you know, go and go and find the money, come back or see, they'll say, no, sorry, you made me realize this isn't for me, but I'm a raving fan. Yeah. So you can't lose. Right. Uh, so I've skipped number four, but the fourth step is we show them four of the most bulletproof strategies that we've found after doing this for a long, long time, um, of creating, you know, creating and, and, and attracting clients online. So that, you know, coaches who are, who prefer to live in, you know, rural areas of, um, I want to name an area in Australia because I can't think of any in the UK, rural areas of, you know, New South Wales or, or Queensland, you know, in like the desert, they can, they can still make this high level impact, yeah. you know, using the power of the internet, you know, you sh they shouldn't be restricted to the local, uh, you know, the local South Dakota uh, chamber of commerce, <laughs> you, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they, they should have the, the power tools and ability to, to reach the people they want to reach all around the world. Yeah. And we give them that. So yeah. you could be on, be on an Island, the Isle of Skye, as long as you've got an internet connection, you can still have a massive impact. Yeah. So my, my favorite analogy is, um, you know, you could be sitting in Thailand in Chiang Mai with, you know, 
the digital nomad hub of the world and selling to Mr. Corporate Executive in New York City. Which is cool. I mean, that's what life is all about. That sounds fun more than anything. And that's, that's kind of, in my opinion, like exactly how business should be. And I think, I mean, to, to kind of recap those steps, interestingly, they're kind of similar to kind of how I, how I help my clients as well. So the five steps, just so everybody's clear. So we have, you work, step number one, you focus on the belief side of things, make sure they've got a really strong self-belief uh, and can push through it. Step number two is around the foundational elements of running a, a client service business. Uh, step number three is the structure of their coaching program. So like what that transformation looks like. Step number four is then that uh, you, had, you mentioned, four, I think it was four strategies in attracting clients. And then finally, it's about that, that powerful um, sort of strategy session where you call, I think you call it an enrollment call. Um, and funny enough, that's kind of quite, it, it, um, that, there's very a lot of similarities there, uh, probably because we're both excellent coaches, of course, uh, Maxwell. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, <laughs> the best. Um, you know, so there's bound to be some similarities. But what I liken it to is, um, uh, and I like the fact that you kind of deal with the product first, then you go on to marketing. Because I've, I, I kind of touched on it earlier on, but imagine you've got like a, you know, the little Fiat 500 car. Yeah. 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 The little 500 CC engine in it. Imagine if you like added rocket fuel into the Fiat 500 car, it would go really, really fast for a really short period of time. And then it would explode. And probably it'd be like this wonderful little explosion of like pixie dust and fairies and stuff like that and unicorns because Fiat 500s are quite cute little cars, right? But fundamentally, like that, that car, that car engine just isn't designed to have rocket fuel put in it. Rocket fuel is designed for a rocket. And, and kind of in this analogy, the engine, is a bit like, you know, the product and the pricing for a coach uh, or a consultant, freelancer, whoever. Um, and rocket fuel is a bit like marketing. So if the engine is a little bit broken and you add more rocket fuel to it, it's going to get even more broke. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's the, the, the most important thing is to get the product right first. Then we can turn up the gas with adding marketing to it. Um, and I like that. And I, I think, um, you know, that, that's exactly how it should be. And kind of you just want to distract people from all the tactical stuff. You kind of just want to be a bit like, don't worry about the website. Don't worry about your social media and stuff like that. Let's, let's turn you into the, the most awesome fucking coach that we possibly can first. Then we'll go and find you clients because it's like you're just doubling down. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I love how you said, you know, we won't worry about the website or anything like that because, you know, within our program, we are like rule number one is don't buy business cards. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I, I can't emphasize that enough that first of all, you know, I'm not, I'm not an environmental fanatic by any means, but you know, you're killing trees unnecessarily, you know, they just go in the bin and, and they, they block you from an opportunity, you know, they block you. So here's, here's, here's a nugget, right? Here's a golden nugget. If you're at a networking event and someone says to you, do you have a business card? You say no. And then what you say instead is, is I don't have a business card, but what I'd love to do is I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn or Facebook. And then you pull out your phone, connect with them then and there. Then you've got an open passageway to touch base and follow them up the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the trouble is though, again, golden nugget kind of following on from that. How many people kind of get those registrations of interest and then never do anything with them? You know, it's like, I hear a lot of people like, oh, I did this Facebook post. I got, you know, tons of like likes, comments and shares. And I'm like, cool. Did you send any, did you send a message to any of them? And I'm like, maybe it's a British thing, but they're, they're all like, oh no, couldn't possibly, how rude. I wouldn't possibly intrude and send somebody a personal message. And like, well, they've just shown an interest in your content. 
why, why wouldn't you send, drop them a quick message and say, hey, thanks for liking my post. What was it about it that you liked? And just start that conversation. And it's the same with like, you know, going to networking meetings. Everybody's a little bit scared about following up. But I'd be like, the moment I leave that networking room, I'd send them a little message and say, hey, it was great to meet you um, today. Sorry we didn't get to chat for long, but hey, how about we, you know, if we've got something in common, let's meet up for a coffee and take this chat a little bit further. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and another golden nugget on top of that, that right, we're just... So we're just stacking them now. <laughs> value value bombs. Yeah. If, if you have them on LinkedIn or you have them on Facebook, the best thing you can do if you're walking out of a networking event, which will save you time as well, is to just press the little voice record button and say exactly what you just said. Say, hey, it was really great to meet you. Just want to drop you a quick voice note. I'd love to have a conversation with you if uh, the, you know, growing a business is something you'd like to explore further. Look forward to hearing from you, Max. Really quick, 30-second voice note. You'll fit a lot, a lot more words in there than if you're messaging. And the beautiful thing about voice notes is that they force the person who's receiving them to slow down and sit there and listen to your voice. Because it's, it's a bit like sending someone, if you want to make a real impression of someone and you want them to actually read the words that you're writing to them, what you should do is write a handwritten letter. And write a handwritten letter and stamp it yourself with a manual stamp and, and write, you know, hand, hand write their name on the front and send it to them and send it to them in a non A4 size sheet of paper so that it stands out from the crowd. So that will force them to, to, to sit down because they're going to think, I, I never get these. I'm going to sit down and read this. And it, it'll draw them and get them really, really present to what you're, what you're delivering and communicating. And that will obviously help you to get your message across absolutely it's it's and it's a bit like um well it, it's a positive way but it's it's and i mean this in a positive way it's um it's disruption marketing but in a nice way you're kind of helping them like offering value basically and just helping them to kind of slow everything right down you know you talk about like you know facebook ads and putting disruptive ads up there you are literally just like annoying people by disrupting them but i think when you surprise people with extra extra value like what you just described i mean that's that's really where impact happens and that's where people will start to stand up and remember you and i i I try and do it when i send books out to to, to, to prospects or to people, I'll always try and write like a personalized note in there about how and how we met, why, you know, give them a little kind of like quote or something like that. Just so again, so it's a bit more, bit more of a personalized approach. I think it's so easy in this day and age just to um, get swept up in this whole digital marketing thing and it's become very like impersonal. Um, you know, so what, what are, I'm, I'm interest, interested in the, the force strategies which you talk about i'm obviously not going to get get you to necessarily give away like all of the gold unless you're willing to but you talked about four strategies to attract clients but let's talk about like the high level stuff which is about kind of um i said adding value to people's lives so how would you encourage a coach consultant a freelancer to kind of add value to their prospects live in order to attract them into their business yeah absolutely so so what's really important to, to remember is that by this point when we show people how to go out and reach and you know open these we call them four channels of communication open up these four channels of of communicating and having conversations with the right people by this point they've got they've gotten their rock solid foundation set in the ground and their marketing messaging is crystal clear so it's just a matter of of finding the right people so the the first channel that we help them to open to create conversations is within their personal network because these people obviously already uh know like and trust you 
They also are people who you can contact very easily. They're people who you can contact for free. You know, you'd have to pay for any advertising to reach out to people in your personal network. The, the second thing we show them how, what to do is we show them how to build their own community and tribe so that they've got a platform where they can go in there you know, online once a week, twice a week and deliver some, some content as the authority and key person of, of influence within that, uh, that little community. Right, which they've built for themselves, and by default, you know they're 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 the expert authority in the room. Which which what we show them to use is a Facebook group. So by default, you're the you're the expert authority in your own Facebook group. Yeah. the the third The third channel is we show them how to uh, socially sell, or what I like to call socially serve. So we show them how to basically take the mindset of attending a physical networking event and realizing that. Everyone on LinkedIn and Facebook, you need to see LinkedIn and Facebook and everyone on social media as just like a live networking event that's happening 24 seven with everyone in the world. So, so if you have a really, really powerful offer and you believe in yourself, you've got an unshakable belief in yourself and your offer and the good it can do for the right person who's in the right, you know, kind of pain for you to solve, then you have an absolute duty and obligation to go out there and put that in front of people so that they have the opportunity to heal themselves and fix their problem. Uh, the, the fourth channel that we show them how to open is uh, by having their own masterclass, uh, otherwise known as a webinar, so that you've got this, this, this magical tool that's operating for you, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, you know, while you sleep, you know, multiple parts of the world at the same time. And what it's doing is that it's just, it's just a tool there to help, you know, really, really draw in the right people and create conversations, you know, pre, pre-eminate the, the, the right conversations that you want to be having so that you can, you know, serve people and turn them into clients. So the way I, I describe the benefit of a, of a webinar slash masterclass, as I say to them, how many times have you met up with a potential client and taken them out for coffee and that coffee turned into someone who said they just want to think about it? You know, how much time did you invest in taking them out for coffee? You, you know, you spent, you know, an hour traveling, you bought them the coffee, you bought yourself a coffee, you spent an hour talking, you spent two hours following up with emails and then they said they want to think about it, which is fine, but you could have that whole process happen for you automatically just by doing it once. And that's with a webinar. Yeah. I I love what you're saying. Um, I love the reframe there around how you look at social media with Facebook and LinkedIn. It's like one giant networking party. I I think that is just, I think that is just awesomeness. It's um, because most people are out there thinking that they, they're using it as a tool to market and they're just throwing marketing shit all over their prospects. Whereas actually you would never go out there and do that at a networking meeting. So it makes sense to treat those social media platforms like a networking meeting and behave like a normal, normal human being. Human being. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's 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 the exact distinction that that we give to to people that we speak to. We say, you know, would you, (laughs) would you go up to someone and network? event and you know throw business cards and links at them if if you hadn't even said hello to them yet 
It's like showering with $10 bills, like shooting them all over people, walk into a, like people doing Facebook groups, walk into a room full of networking people and say, Hey, everybody stop what you're doing. Buy my shit. It's the best shit you can buy. buy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. So you shouldn't do that online because it's no different. Oh, hundred percent. I love that. It's just, it, and it's such a subtle like shift as well. Like it's such a subtle reframe. Um, I think people are going to be listening to this going, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've done that. I've been online. I've done that. I've behaved like yeah, that. Guilty. <laughs> been, a bit of, been a bit of a dick. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, cool. And like, I, I love the idea as well. Like the, and I'm a big fan of, um, of webinars, um, you know, and just, uh, kind of giving out case studies and just offering value. And I think actually what's, what I've noticed a trend is, is especially with um, sort of advertising paid, you know, paid advertising that's going out at the moment, people are shifting much more towards those long form videos, like educational videos, because we've kind of gone through this thing where everybody's trying to do these lead magnets and tripwires and like most people are, I say most people are pretty intelligent. I think 10% of the world are still idiots, but most of the world are pretty intelligent. And we see through all of that marketing BS and actually what we, what we really want, as as business owners is just some help like genuine help and some tips that we can actually implement straight away and hey hey presto what does that do it, it builds trust you know if somebody gives me a free a, a webinar that shows me how to do something and i i'm then like well actually i i can see how to do it but i i'm just struggling with it who am i going to turn to to get a bit of support and help with that you know, it's, it's going to be the, the expert, the coach who's put that webinar out there more than likely. Um, and I, you know, I think that combined with the tribe element, the reframe around networking, that's, um, absolute gold dust. I think there's a ton of value in there for people to kind of get stuck into. Um, I, I'm just gonna, there's something which you said, right. Um, Maxwell, it's okay just to dig into this. You mentioned the word key person of influence. Have you read Dan Priestley's book, KPI? Have you done KPI? Yeah, I, I've, I've almost finished. I haven't done KPI. I've gone to, to the meeting. I've, I've, I've uh, had a session with, with Mike Clark, yep. uh, who I believe was setting it up in, in London. And, um, and I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to, to, to reference them, but it's just, you know, that, that title is, uh, it's, it's probably the, the best fitting title in the world. And it just sort of came out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm a massive fan of Dan Priestley. We've done quite a bit of work together, actually. I've done key personal influence. I think what Dent are doing um, and the impact which they're making across the world in like multiple locations, I mean, that's something you've got to look up to respect and admire and the sorts of business owners that are coming out of key personal influence. You know, Dan's got four best-selling books, obviously key personal influence being one of them, but it was actually Entrepreneur Revolution, which was the book which started me on my kind of self-development or restarted me on my self-development journey about five years ago um so yeah i I love the reference there and don't i I don't think we should be ashamed to kind of um you know really big up and shout out other experts in our arena who we we look up to and respect you know this is i I believe in we don't want to be crawling over each other to try and get to clients it should be a collaborative thing where we're all in this to help as many people as we possibly can together because i I think like i said at the start business is hard yeah it is it is Anyway, so I, mean, I was going to kind of leading on from that. Are there any other kind of books or podcasts or anything like that, which you can, which you would, you know, sort of recommend people who are maybe starting out on their coaching journey um, could kind of dig into and read and get, get some good sort of valuable information out of? Yeah. So, so as, as an entrepreneur uh, and everyone would probably already know this, but I'm a huge fan of entrepreneurs on fire. 
yes, love by, it. by JLD, the, the podcast. And, uh, and the fact, you know, everything that he offers on there is quite broad. Like there's the stuff where he helps coaches and the stuff where he helps, you know, investors and, and it's just all over the place. But, but everything in there is just so, so, you know, value bombing. It's, it's just great. And it's just, it's, 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 you actually feel, you know, a, a part of an, uh, of an environment in there. So if you're, if you're not connected to that podcast, I would definitely recommend you, you have a listen. Um, that, that's probably my, my number one thing. Just cool. keep we'll, it we'll, we'll pop a link to that um, into the, um, and also Dan Priestley's book as well. We'll pop links to those in the show notes yes. so everybody can have access yeah. to those. Any, any other kind of books, um, podcasts that you kind of recommend people dive into? Uh, probably um, definitely read, you know, Dan Priestley's book, just, just reiterate that, uh, key person of influence. Uh, some of the stuff that they're doing in there is, is really, really cool. And it's really, really attractive actually for, for anyone in this industry, you know, coaching, consulting, this industry is a relationship based industry, right? And, and for you to be making, you know, multiple relationships at a time, you need to execute some of the things that, that, that are given to you in the key person of influence program. So, so definitely have a look and take a look at that. Um, those are probably my, my, two, my, my big two to keep it simple. Cool. Awesome. Um, I, I noticed as well, and this is, this is actually something which, um, you know, another reason why I'm a big fan of Dent, but you're obviously, um, uh, work with buy one, give one. So, and you have, you've set a couple of goals I noticed on your website. So, um, I, I love it when you, um, business owners kind of bring in the, the sort of corporate social responsibility, the kind of the social element of, um, running a business into what they're doing. So would you mind sharing with the listeners kind of what you're getting up to there? Yeah, absolutely. So, so for those of you who don't know, Buy One Give One is a, an amazing company uh, run by Paul Dunn and his wife um, Asani. And what they do is they help to connect business owners who who want to be connected with a with a bigger impact in their business and their day to day business. And what so an example of, of how we work with them is every time someone watches our our webinar we buy one day of uh, free e-learning for children in India. So that's quality e-learning to people in India, kids in India who, who definitely wouldn't have had it otherwise. And it's just, it's just one thing that, that we incorporate into you know, the fabric of, of, of our business to, to have a, an ongoing, uh, like an ongoing pipeline of whenever anyone, an opportunity comes into our business, we give an opportunity through what's called an impact to uh, providing e-learning in, in, in India. I love that. Um, uh, what I love about that is the, um, you know, most people who are giving, you know, using their business as a, a lever to kind of give to charity, they wait until somebody actually buys something. But the simple fact that you're doing it just when somebody watches a, a, a webinar, I think is, you can't be more generous than that. I think that's, um, you know, cause nobody could ever buy through your business yet. People are still benefiting, you know, on another part of the world. I just, I just think that's absolutely amazing. So uh, I'm kind of tipping my hat to you there, Maxwell. I think that's 
awesome what you're doing. Carry on doing that. And I, I may even introduce an element of that if that's okay into Phyllis business because um, I'm, I'm, I'm just on the cusp of signing up for buy one, give one. And I think that's a great way of, of, of doing it. So um, thank you for sharing that. And obviously thank you for what you're doing for the um, you know, children in, in India. And I think more, we should be encouraging every business to be doing some element of that, no matter how big or small. Um, I think it's super, super important. Um, cool, right. We're, we're kind of drawing to a close now, I think, Maxwell. So um, what I would love um, for you to do uh, is... Um, is now just uh, let everybody know how they can get hold of you, but also if you've got um, a specific offer, if you want to guide people towards your webinar where they can start their journey with you, um, please now is your opportunity to um, to share that. So how can we get hold of you, Maxwell? Great, beautiful. So uh, for those of you, again, my name is Maxwell Nee. I'm a co-founder of morecommittedclients.com. Um, so if you just type that into Google, you'll find us. And on our page, we have a 15-minute masterclass that runs through, you know, all of the the tools and golden nuggets that I've, that I've given you here. And and it was literally uh, filmed, recorded, and posted within the last two three days. So it's it's brand new. It's it's really good content. It's done by my co-founder Ryan Matthew, who is a world-class coach. And I'd love for you to go in there, watch it, and and tell me what you get out of it. And also, just by you watching it, uh, we will be giving a a day of e-learning education to um, a child in it, in India. Awesome. Absolutely love it. Uh, so I've got one final question before we wrap up, Maxwell. So um, if you could, um, if we rewound the clock, so we jump into the Fearless Business Time Machine and we rewind the clock, back to um say 10 years ago and maxwell knee is is having a conversation with himself 10 years ago if you had one thing that you could say to maxwell what would it be oh it would be to to just do it uh, like I, I said you know the becoming a business owner has always been on my mind and and i I, I made up the story. I made up the story of, I'll just get a bit more experience. I'll just get a bit more of this. I'll get a bit, bit more of that. When in reality, uh, you know, nothing can prepare you <laughs> for this, for being an entrepreneur. Nothing besides being an entrepreneur. Oh, 100%. That, that's one of my favorite um, uh, sayings, acronyms is JFDI, just fucking do it. Because it's, it's um, you see so many people kind of sat on the sidelines watching other people's kind of success. And you sat there looking at them going, hey, you could just come and join in and play a bit of footy with us and you'd probably score a few goals. Um, imagine if David Beckham, you know, those free kicks that he's taken. Imagine if his first one, he kind of sat there kind of like working out all the angles and the, the length and the wind direction and stuff like that, you know, but actually it's probably more valuable for him to get out there and like take a thousand practice free kicks you know and i fundamentally yeah. i think that's like what business owners should be doing they should be getting out there like practicing so yeah yeah behind you on that one awesome right maxwell it, it's been and you've dropped some absolute um uh uh invaluable sort of value bombs there um for all of the listeners i'm super super grateful i'm sure everybody listening is as well um you've been a fantastic guest on the fearless business podcast um thank you ever so much um for joining us today maxwell Beautiful. Happy to be here. Thank you for the opportunity.